Hey, listener, thank you so much for tuning in to this replay of U.S. Rugby Happy Hour Live. This is the second half of the show with a new guest awaiting. If you haven't done so already, be sure to listen to the first half, too. And give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Eagles Overseas and Rugby Morning for updates on future shows and news about USA Rugby. Also, please like, subscribe, and follow, and leave us a five-star review. That helps get these shows in front of more and more listeners. Now, on to our next guest. Fitz, I think we jump right to the next guest. Um, uh, she's waiting here for us right now. Um, and it's going to kind of piggyback what we just talked about in the first half, you know, more about uh, uh, playing over in Europe. Uh, she's just getting her first 15s cap, but she's not new to the USA program. She's got some sevens under her belt with USA as well. Uh, but again, like fresh off of her first cap and against Spain, let's all welcome Summer Harris-Jones. Hey, Summer. Hi, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing yeah. well. Um, today was our off day, so um, just pretty chill. Got a massage, did some recovery. Ooh. Um, so can't complain. Well, uh, uh, coach was saying that he's still jet lagged. How are, how are you feeling? <laughs> uh, yeah, last week was pretty tough, honestly. Um, but you know, I've, I think I'm, I'm better now. We started training. Um, I started training back this week with the sevens team. So, um, jet lagged or jet yes. lagged or not, I got it before. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I was looking back at a bit of your bio, um, uh, you you were born or grew up in LA, but you went to high school in Texas. Is that how you read it? Right? Yes, that's, that's correct. And, and what I think is really cool between high school and college and college, you, there were so many different sports you played in tennis, basketball, rowing, and then you found your way to rugby. So, so talk about that progress to rugby. How did you get into the game? Yeah. Um, yeah. Growing up, I, I did a lot of sports, um, basketball, track, um, tennis was my, my main sport growing up. And so um, when I got to university, I got an academic scholarship to the University of Virginia and I just felt kind of burnt out from tennis. So I wanted to, you know, take a break and, you know, focus on my academics. Um, But I think it was like two weeks into the the school year and I was like, I can't do this. Like I need to be a part of something. Um, So my first semester (laughs) at UVA, I join the crew team. And um, I don't think that was the first sport that I was like, wow, I am very bad at this. Like I, (laughs) I am not good. Like I'm five, seven and three quarters. Like I'm the shortest person on the team aside from the coxswains. It just wasn't the sport for me. So, um, you know, it only lasted a semester, but I was grateful for, for the opportunity and, you know, the friends that I made, but not for me. Um, so Wait, my second semester, summer, you didn't like, you didn't, you didn't like waking up at four in the morning to go to practice. Yeah. Also <laughs> like waking up before the sun came up also was not for me. I couldn't get behind <laughs> that one. And yeah, I think the first time I went on the water, I like flipped over and like, I, I was soaking wet. Like when I went to my lab that morning and I was like, wow, I really don't enjoy this. So, um, yeah, it was a great time, but yeah, my second semester, I, again, wanted to be a part of a a sport. I wanted to try something new. And um, I saw rugby at the activities fair. And the girls seemed nice and they were super welcoming. So I thought I'd go out and give it a try. And 
um, honestly, I, I fell in love with the, with the sport first practice. I, I mm-hmm. love the physicality of it. I love the inclusivity. I love the sportsmanship and the mutual respect that, you know, the players have for one another. Um, and so I, I feel like I've, I really found, you know, my home and I, I never looked back. So I love, I loved it. I loved it from, from the nice. get. Nice. There's something I caught there early on. You were speaking. It sounded like you may have spent some time in Europe because you said you went to university, not not to a university, not to the university. <laughs> university. <laughs> yeah, I think the couple of weeks there really rubbed off on me. I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> so let's let's uh, before we continue on, I just want the listeners to know um, you can come up here and ask a question of any of us up here. Um, you can do so by requesting in the bottom left of the app. You have to be on the phone app in order to ask questions live. Uh, request that we'll get you up here as soon as possible. When you're done with your question, we'll send you back down. No offense. We're just cleaning things up. You can come back up and ask another question if you'd like. Samuel, let's go into Spain. First cap for USA 15s. Uh, didn't get a chance to play against Canada. Uh, start on the wing, obviously. But what did that mean for you to suit up in a USA 15s uh, uniform? Honestly, it, it meant the world to me. These girls are some of, like, I've looked up to them for for so long I remember um when the world cup was going on um a lot of the sevens girls we got together and we watched the games and you know I idolized these players and so you know when I got the call the opportunity to to go and play and to represent um the U.S. Um, I was ecstatic um and I was super nervous honestly going into it just because uh I've been playing sevens you know here for for a couple of years now, and I haven't really had the opportunity to play 15s. Um, but yeah, so I was super nervous about it, but everybody was super welcoming. Um, the girls were great. They were so like helpful whenever I needed to, you know, watch film and wanted to get their feedback or if I had any questions, um, they were always there for me. Um, so I really appreciated that. And I think it was just a special group, honestly. There was a lot of new faces, um, nine new caps um, this go-round. And so uh, mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of new faces, a lot of growth. Um, but I think we all gelled really well together in the like limited time that we had prior to the Spain game. And we were, you know, with the new faces, we were still able to come out and perform and execute. And um, yeah, it just it, it meant the world to me, honestly. And to come out like with my first cap in Spain and to come out with a win was super special. So you you so going back over your history, you played USA your twenties and, and you twenty threes as recent as twenty nineteen. You know, yeah. a few years ago. Did you did you ever um, did you ever start to get maybe discouraged, like maybe thinking you might not get your chance to to try and play for the senior squad? Yeah, I mean, it's it's very competitive. There's so many, um, you know, incredible players. And so I did, you know, get discouraged many times. But I, you know, I always kept my head down. I just, you know, wanted to be the best player that I could be and be a, a contribute to whatever team that I was on. And, you know, given any opportunity, I'm always excited to take the field and play, whether that is with Team USA, whether that is with, you know, PR7s, whatever opportunity I get, and just to go out there and have fun and play, like, that's why I do it. And so, honestly, that's what keeps me going. 
just you know yeah. putting on any jersey but the usa jersey is always very special for sure as you mentioned earlier you were one of excuse me eight to get their first cap in that spain match now there was a clip going around on social we saw may may dancing around after the match how come we didn't get to see you dancing after the match? <laughs> what was going on there <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so we did our dancing the week before, um, <laughs> the eight of us <laughs> who got our cap, um, in Spain, um, we had a little, jerry, our, uh, capping ceremony after the game back at the hotel, um, but Maymay held it down, I mean, not Maymay, a Pookie held it down, she was, she got her cap in the Canada game and everybody was super excited for her and she was, you know, ecstatic that I was, I was happy for her, she, deserved it and she got the opportunity and so and she's a great dancer honestly like I don't even think I could <laughs> dance as well as that so <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned before you haven't really played a lot of 15s up until now because you've been concentrating on PR7 sevens USA sevens um, and I've asked this question to a bunch of people I've met along the way who've played the senior side and, and they all have seen have different answers whatever else but what would you say would be the difference um, now, I mean, you get that one one cap experience, but what would be the difference between, say, club rugby and the international level of play? Like speed, size, what would you think it is? Well, a lot of my 15s experience came from, like, college. So, like, mm. I played at UVA and I played at Life University. And um, there I played many positions. I played wing a lot. And I think, you know, yeah, the biggest difference would be size, um, probably speed but just like knowledge of the game and being active and I think especially you know wings in the collegiate level aren't always looking for work aren't actively involved if you know the ball or the ball's on the other side of the field and so um, just the experience and the knowledge I think is really what sets you know collegiate rugby club rugby um, apart and I think it's really special that a lot of the girls um get to go overseas and play in the prem and get that experience because that's super valuable to the growth of USA rugby. So, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you said, you know, obviously you didn't play in the Canada match, but um, something we talked about with, uh, with Rich earlier was about how some of the veterans, especially are just really getting, uh, you know, tired of get having Canada get the upper hand on us. Um, so talk about that. You know, what was the message from from coach to the entire squad, whether you played in that Canada match or not, after that loss? I mean, you know, going into the game, we knew that it was going to be tough. Like, Canada is a great team, and um, we knew that they were, were going to – it was going to be a very competitive game. And I think, you know, obviously it wasn't the result that we wanted, but it was the beginning of the cycle, a lot of new faces, and I think that – it was, you know, a starting point, definitely a lot to build on, a lot of learnings. Um, we had a call this morning, you know, going over, um, you know, stats and, and tendencies and, and things. And I think we did create a lot of great opportunity, um, which is nice mm -hmm. to see. But just the execution at, you know, pivotal points in the game um, kind of fell through. And so, you know, this is this is just the beginning, and I'm excited to see where this team can go, you know, in the rest of the series because mm -hmm. I think we have so many talented girls on the field and they're so knowledgeable and have so much experience. And so, you know, if we could just, you know, bring that all together and, and you know, gel over the next, you know, 
couple go rounds, I think mm. it'll be a completely different story next time we see him. So you mentioned when you uh, first put on the USA rugby jersey, how cool it was and be able to, to play alongside some some veterans or some players you've followed for a while. But uh, any any players in particular that you kind of followed, you know, when you first started out in your career and now that you get to play and train alongside them, are there any particular players where you're just kind of like maybe in all at first? Yeah, of course. Um, so when I went to UVA, um, Naya was finishing her – um, co- collegiate career at UNC so I played against her a couple times and um, I was just in awe of her I was like wow like she's she's amazing like I she's a great finisher you know a great tackler she's great at the breakdown like she's somebody like I idolize and wanted to be like you know one day um, I love amazing amazing in contact she's gonna mm-hmm. win every collision um <laughs> I would say, <laughs> yeah, like those two in particular, I was just like, wow, like it would be amazing to to be like them, you know, one day or and never did I ever think that I would be teammates with them, like alongside of them. If if I would have told my younger self um, that I would be playing with them one day, I wouldn't have believed it. But um, it's been it's been a great experience. My first cat for sevens was in Dubai and um the year before I played in the invitational um, tournament and I got to watch, watch the girls play. And I was standing on the sidelines and I was so like cheering them on, pumping them up, whatever. And then the next year I was, you know, on the team and my name was on the back of the Jersey. And it was just like, I looked to my right and the love was sitting next to me. Like those moments are forever ingrained, you know, in me. And it's something special to be a part of this team and to, to watch them grow and to see, you know, the success of the program and the evolution of the program is, is really special. No, that's really cool. And, and earlier when we were talking with Rich, we asked about you know, leaning on some of those veterans to provide that player leadership, particularly for the, some of the younger players. Is there a player, whether, whether it's sevens or fifteens on, on the, on the USA squads that you kind of maybe consider your mentor, someone who may have, taken you under their wing and showed you the ropes a little bit yeah of course I think again Naya she you know is there's not there wasn't really a lot of women of color but she's always been you know a strong um, very impactful player Um, when I first got to the training center she wrote she wrote me a letter Um, I think it was like a team connection thing but she was like super happy to have you here like I know you're gonna do great things and that's cool like it just really meant a lot to me and like that's hanging up in my locker till this day um but she'll like till this day like she'll send me clips or we'll watch film together and she'll give me feedback and that's something that like I really appreciate because she doesn't have to do that she doesn't have to go out of her way to to you know ask me like what I saw in this clip or like why I made a certain decision but I think that's just the kind of person she is. She's a great leader, you know, on and off the field. She leads by example. Um, she's probably one of the most hardworking people I know and is completely just a great leader to have um, and a great friend and teammate to have. So um, I appreciate everything that she does for me. Hey, listeners, just a reminder that uh, we'd love to have you come up here and ask questions. This is a, a very unique thing about this show. That's this is pretty much the only one we have in this country doing this kind of thing. This access we give you to someone like Summer, which 
By the way, I, I actually wrote your name as Sammy once earlier today, which is a different player, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, notice that. <laughs> what? Oh no. <laughs> I was like, wow, maybe I'm not the right person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got called out a couple of times with that one. But uh <laughs> anyway, uh if you'd like to come up and ask a question of summer <laughs> coming up, request the bottom of the left uh, and ask any question you'd like. Uh, we love talking about the game, and uh, this is a great chance for it. And, and with that said, hopefully he's ready to go and get up here. We got uh, first listener, Jason. So um, Coach was just on talking about the, uh, the, the mental as well as physical aspects of transitioning between sevens and fifteens. Um, some are having uh, just done that. Could you uh, give some insight to some uh, more casual, newer rugby fans about what that process is like and what the uh, – what gears have to switch to switch between the two games? Yes, of course. Um, I think going into Spain, I was, I was pretty confident in my fitness. Um, We, we being in a, you know, full-time environment here with the sevens program, we do a lot of conditioning. Um, So I felt pretty confident, but I will say that there is nothing like a 15s game. Um, I was exhausted. I think that, you know, sevens (laughs) is, (laughs) um, I guess, more explosive and power, but short, short, it's shorter. So like you only have to sustain that for, you know, a shorter amount of time. But 15s is a completely different (laughs) kind of I don't know. Um, <laughs> after the first half, I was, I was pretty exhausted, especially on the wing. I think, in terms of like the kick chase, you're really sprinting up and down the field a lot, and so definitely, I don't know. I, I, I after a sevens game, a sevens practice, I'm in pain, you know. But fifteens is completely different. There's more contact, more physicality. It's longer, you know, especially with the wing and the pendulum you're covering a lot of ground and, and moving a lot more. So I think both are pretty difficult um, in terms of the impacts that it has on your body, but in different ways. I don't know if that answers your question, but I don't think Mm -hmm. I ran as fast after I was looking at my, when I looked at my stats, I asked to look at it. I didn't run as fast as I do when I play sevens, but I covered a lot more meters and covered, you know, obviously more ground. And because it is a longer game, so very exhausted in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good question, Jason. Thank you, Summer. Let's talk about the HSBC for a second here. Also, a little more of that. Um, how many stops have you played in? I've been capped twice. Um, mm-hmm. I was an injury reserve for Toulouse last season. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Edmonton was one, right? Edmonton, Edmonton and Vancouver was the fast four stops, but it didn't count. As oh, right. A, uh, an oh, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, scoring a hat trick against Canada in that yeah, match. That I mean, that's that yeah. I mean, it's almost like a, almost that counts. it counts. It counts. Yeah. yeah it, it, it's almost like a home match for you. Is that one you were able to get fan, friends and family to those games? Um. Yes, I did. Um have some family there which is nice and it's always nice when your family can come out and watch you play and support you because we don't have um you know a series stop at home um so yeah that's that was that was a good experience and like you said scoring a hat trick 
against Canada was pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> Summer, you know, right? The, the current seventeen, seventh team, they seem to place in the standings. They just qualified for the Olympics. You, you got to be so amped for them. Of course. Um, that was huge. I think at the beginning of the season, our goal was to finish top four and to qualify. And we knew that that was going to be difficult. It's, you know, it's a tough series. There's a lot of amazing teams. Um, but I think the entire team bought into to our game plan. And we truly, like, you know, expected more out of our, each other and ourselves and took accountability for, like, our jobs on and off the field. And, and I think with that, we've seen it carry over into the world series. And so it's really been nice. And I'm so proud of the team and all the girls because, you know, we, we did it, we accomplished our goal, but I think it's important to note that the job is not done and, you know, we didn't place as well as we, we wanted to in Hong Kong. So we have a few more weeks and to, to finish off our season in Toulouse. And I think we're all eager to, to get out there and finish strong and, um, show show the world what we can do. And whenever you step on the field, the goal is to get gold. So hopefully yeah. hopefully we can do that in this coming tournament. So Paris, right? Paris Olympics right around the corner. An Olympic roster yes. spot. Is that something you're still striving for? You, you, you said yes before I could get the question out. I love it. Yes. <laughs> um, I am I'm hungry for it. I, I, I am definitely you know, group of girls. Um, so, you know, it's competitive. It's always competitive, but I think that's what pushes us to be, to be better and to be, um, in the place that we are. Um, so always keep pushing each other. And so, um, I'm going to play as much rugby as I can this summer and, you know. So listen, we were just talking about the PR sevens quick. Let's talk about experts. Uh, this is what your, your second season for the team. You're the captain now. Um, you must be, again, excited to kick off the season in a few months. Uh, talk about the roster that you're the captain of right now. Um, so I think our, our roster is going to be a little different than it was from last year. But um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm super excited with, you know, with the, the, the rosters and the teams. Um, certain teams get to save a certain amount of players. And so um, a lot of the players that were from the first year has carried on to the second year. Um, specifically, mm-hmm. um, Jade, Spencer, um, KV, um, our core members of the team. And so I love, you know, being able to take the field with them. Captaining them was, um, a great experience. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I didn't expect to be captain. I just got an email one day and they were <laughs> like, Hey, um, we've appointed you. And I was like, wow, thanks. I'm honored. <laughs> I didn't get an option. Um, <laughs> but no, it was, it was really great. And, I think, you know, the first year was pretty tough. We didn't, I think we got fourth place. We didn't, you know, do as well as we, we wanted to. But I think mm-hmm. every year we're growing and getting better. And and I think PR7s is as a whole too. Um, every year um, the tournament is growing and expanding. And this year is, I think it's grown so much that there's a lot of international interest and a lot of people coming um coming over to play which is nice because I think it fosters you know um more competition and a more mm-hmm. competitive atmosphere uh so I can't say I asked my my coach I was like hey um what international 
players did we get? I hear that there's some New Zealand players coming over. And she was like, she wouldn't tell me who, which I was really upset about. But um, she was like, you won't be disappointed. So I'm I'm confident that we're getting one. Hopefully, fingers crossed, because um, it would be great to play to play with um, with them. But. Yeah. Do you train alongside the men or will you? The men experts? Uh, yeah, we we play. We practice along. Oh, like at the same times, the men and the women, we have a great relationship and we do like a lot of team bonding events and, you know, same jersey ceremonies and whatnot. And so mm. I think it's important to have, you know, that, yeah. you know, good dynamic between the men and the women. Yeah. I mean, what does that look like? Any scrimmages, any bets who's better? Because if the roster online is accurate, it could be old. There's some there's some stars in that team. You know, uh, Logan, Aaron Cummings, Madison Hughes, to name a couple. Yeah. So I'm sure it's not an easy, if you're scrimmaging, not an easy scrimmage at least. Yeah. I mean, before, I think it was in uh, San Jose, um, before before our game, we did scrimmage them. And mm. yeah, there are some stars. Um, AC, great, amazing player. Um, and Logan talks a lot of trash, which I love because it just fuels me and wants just to beat him around the corner. <laughs> But you know they're bigger, stronger, faster. Um, but we still we still hold it down. You know the girls, you know, still give them a run for their money. We just have to play a little bit smarter than them. So, um, you know, we we're always up for the competition. But it's always a good time. Um, I think we help each other. And um, when it comes to like you know set pieces or kickoffs, there it's always good to run against them. Well, summer with the uh, with the PR sevens this summer. Um, you know, then you got the Pacific four series coming back in July where you have to make a choice between PR sevens or, or 15s or can you maybe do both? <laughs> you know, if given the opportunity to, to play in the pack four series, then yes, I, I'm definitely eager and going to jump at, you know, any opportunity. Um, it's, it's definitely, I think it's going to be a busy summer, um, but I wouldn't want it any other way. I love playing and, you know, I'm I'm here for it. I, if I could do both, I want to do both. I think both <laughs> teams are very important to me. So, um, yeah, I'm eager for the opportunity. And all right, you you sound like a parent with a couple of kids. Who's your favorite? And you, you're not going to say. <laughs> well, I'm both the same. So here you go. Here's a chance. No one's listening. Uh, Rich is not listening at all. Which do you prefer, 15s yeah. or sevens? So, no one's listening. Don't worry. <laughs> Again, I feel like I can't. I can't choose between no, two. No, don't. Summer, you don't like have to answer the question. Always, no, don't answer. It's, it's a trick. Have my heart. It's a trick. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like when I get league. to the locker room tomorrow morning, they're gonna have some words for me if I say fifteen. So, I'm gonna go with both. <laughs> Perfect. I, I like them equally. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we tell our kids all the time. Nope. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm going to let Fitzy finish this off before we let you go. He's going to ask you about food in Spain. I don't know if he knows this or not. You're going to ask her about food in Spain. Fitzy, go ahead. <laughs> Summer, we, we, somehow, Bill and I, every time we do this, we always talk about food. So while you were in Spain, and I asked, I asked Rich his favorite dish that he had. So I've got to ask you, what was your favorite dish that you had while you were in Spain? That's a very good question. Um, honestly, all the tapas. Um, I ate so mm. many when we had off days. Um, I was, I was there and eating all day, um, anything and everything. I think one Sunday we ordered everything on the menu almost. And 
I can't <laughs> even tell you what I ate because I was in a food coma the entire time. But um, ca- the calamor- calamari, I remember being really good. The paella, mm. yeah, top ten. Like I've, I've, I haven't eaten that good in a while. So I'm gonna go with the, the calamari <laughs> paella. <laughs> All right, it, it's 10 p.m. East Coast. And now I'm going to go hit the fridge when the show's over. I'm hungry now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Listen, uh, uh, Summer, thank you so much uh, for giving us this time. Um, Hopefully we didn't take you away from your spa time earlier. Uh, But we do. It's been a joy talking to you um, about your rugby experiences with 7s and 15. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. And one day we'll get you back on maybe during the, uh, I don't know, maybe around Olympics time when you make the roster. Come on, you got this. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, listeners, thank you so much for joining us this past hour. Uh, if you missed it, this show will be released as a podcast at some point tomorrow or Friday, most likely tomorrow. Um, next week, Fitzy and I are planning two big Major League Rugby-themed shows to discuss the first half of the season. If you're an MLR fan, be sure to tune in to this. One of them will be this night, this time on Wednesday night. The other one will be a daytime show early in the week. Uh, stay tuned on Eagles Overseas or Rugby Morning on Twitter and Instagram uh, about the daytime and guest announcements. Again, thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, for John Fitzpatrick, this is the U.S. Rugby Happy Hour Live. Cheers, everybody. Cheers.